Good evening, everyone. Welcome to NNO 360's Entrepreneurial Tales, show hosted by me, Annette, the warm-hearted warrior diva, and Shani, the poised ponderer. Great. Our Hi. Entrepreneurial Tales it gives you insights on the journeys of high-achieving business owners and music artists who share our audience the importance of building a strong community like-minded individuals on the road to greater success. Shani? Yes, this evening's show is a collaboration between Entrepreneur Tales and Afshan, who is the owner of SBE, Sexy, Beautiful, Empowered, Pregnancy Safe Cosmetics. After 15 years of working for a top 10 international public relations, communications, and consulting firms, Afshan launched her own beauty brand while continuing to work for International Luxury Brand Consulting in the UK. With over 19 physicians in her extended family, Afshan is well-versed on the research behind her company, Pregnancy Safe Cosmetics. SBE Pregnancy Safe Cosmetics has eye makeup available for purchase. Bath and skincare products are in the works. Be sure to follow her brand Instagram account at Pregnancy Safe Cosmetics. Welcome, Afshan. Thank well, you. Thank you so much. Us. Thank this you. Thank you for giving me this opportunity to talk about a subject I am very passionate about, and I think every everyone in general should know about. Not just women. Not because. What we're talking about today, and I always say I use, I come myself, I'm not a doctor, I come from a PR background. And we have a rule in PR, it says, <clears throat> tell everyone what you're going to talk about in the first minute or so, because then they might just mosey. So for all of you out there, I am going to be talking about ingredients in our, what they call personal care products. That doesn't just include makeup, it includes skin care, hair care bath care, your facial washes, your conditioner, shampoos, your perfumes, um, your makeup, your um, oils for your face, your lotions, everything, you name it. And I'm specifically, I'm not going to be talking about synthetic versus organic. I'm going to be talking about endocrine disruptors or hormone disruptors. What is in these personal care products, all these different types of beauty and, and, and personal care products that Disrupt and change your hormones and what does it do to you? And if you're a man watching this, you will want to watch because it actually reduces your fertility. Um, and if you're not someone who's interested in having children because maybe you've had your kids already, it still has an effect. It has an effect on your immune system because your immune system is built on hormones. Um, just think of it as a house of cards. You've got all of these cellular things going on, which create this immune system. So you have T cells and cytokines and all this stuff that works on a cellular level, but it's really held in place by your hormones, which work on an organ level. So if you're a hypothyroid person with a slow thyroid, doesn't produce a lot of you know, thyroid, you can take a pill and take care of that. But if all your hormones are thrown off kilter, then the whole house of cards falls. So it's like putting mm -hmm. back the first domino 
or putting back the first cards. It doesn't mean the rest of the house will come back and usually doesn't. So you don't want your hormones disrupted because it will lead you down the path of autoimmune disease eventually. Oh. Um, and But the immediate effects are to your fertility as a man, your fertility as a woman. And if you're carrying a child or if you're breastfeeding a child, then the immediate effects are on the embryo, the fetus, or the nursing infant. So that's what I'm going to talk about today. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much for that introduction. We're going to start with the first question. Sure. Was there an event in your life or a sequence of events that prompted you to start your business? Absolutely. So my daughter was born in 2017. And at the time when I was pregnant, I never felt better than my life. My doctors told me uh, everything was going just perfectly. Um, my cholesterol was low. The baby was growing fine up until a certain point. And before I, just before I got pregnant, I mean, I, I didn't own a toaster. I didn't own a microwave. Mm -hmm. I didn't own a Teflon pan. I cooked everything. I went to the market. I was living in France and I went to the market where I bought everything fresh. Nothing was wrapped in plastic. Um, you know, I cooked it fresh, uh, ate it, didn't store it. So forget about plastic containers. There were none. I ate it and got done with it. I bought in small quantities. And that's kind of like French style living. That's mm -hmm. how you, you live. All the GMOs here are not, they're mostly not allowed. So I didn't eat anything. I ate everything organic. Mm -hmm. And, um, and I was on paleo on top of it. So really, I had no reason um, mm -hmm. for having my daughter be born uh, 10 weeks early, two pounds, eight ounces. And then she lost the eight ounces. She was fed intravenously, stayed two months at the hospital. And the only thing that came to mind, I mean, I was thinking about like, gosh, well, why did this happen? I was so healthy. Everything was so healthy. And I outed my bottle of essential oils, which was a hundred milliliter bottle this big. And I would use that thing because, you know, when I became pregnant, I switched all my personal care products to organic personal mm -hmm. care products. So from here to toe, I'd like get out of the shower and put that, that essential oil mix on. It smelled like heaven. I loved it. And um, it was by Clarence, Wheel Tonique, they call it. And then uh, here I am in, in the hospital and I put it out on the table and the doctor goes by and he was from Spain. And he looked at that and he's like, what is that? Is that essential oils? And I said, yes, it's, it's essential oils and it smells great. And, and he said, don't use that. You know, he said, don't use that like that. And I recognize that look because I come from the, you know, family of physicians. And that was like a look of like, oh, no, you're not supposed to do that. You know, that's bad for your health kind of a look. And I had it in my mind to like look this up, you know, because so much was going on. It's like, oh, I've got to look this up. Why did you, why did you tell me no essential oils? And that was 2017. Now, 2017 was the year that Shauna Swan's book Countdown came out. Now, for anybody who doesn't know, Shauna Swan is a reproductive epidemiologist. Mm -hmm. And back in the 1970s, before 1971, um, she noticed that there were a lot of research studies um, that were pretty damning uh, and really horrible results. Mm. And she said, it can't be this bad. I'm gonna try and tweak the parameters of this research to prove it wrong because it can't be this bad. 
She tweaked and tweaked and tweaked, couldn't find, she couldn't change it. So then she said, you know what? If it's really like this, I got, I got to devote my life to this. So she launches a 40-year study on humans with over thousands of people in the United States and to look at what um, synthetic ingredients or chemicals, and they're in everything, and we're going to get to why focus on personal care products, but she wanted to know what these synthetic ingredients do to humans. And what she found, she found some really stark and, and amazing things. And her research finished in 2011, but it took her a little time to wrap it all up and put it in a book. And the book came out in 2017. And here are her conclusions. When, in 1971, when she started the research, she measured average sperm count of a man in the United States. And it was 97 million per milliliter. Milliliter is a very small, tiny little thing. This is five milliliters right here, right? right? Milliliter is like, uh, yeah, it's like uh -huh. that. So it's a tiny little thing, 97 million. By the time she measured, she took her last measurement in 2011, it was 47 million. The dip from 90 to 47, 97, 47. That was a drop of 1% a year. No matter what she did, she couldn't get it to drop less than 1% a year. It was always 1% a year. And that was a significant number for her, as she says in many of her interviews, because at 40 um, mil, you know, million per milliliter, the World Health Organization says every couple will have trouble getting pregnant. Mm -hmm. So already that was huge. Um, and that was in 2011. So we're probably below 40 million per milliliter now because it's 1% a year. Now, the other thing she found is that wherever the exposure was high, and, you know, they measured um, this in, in um, everyone's blood and urine. They measured phthalates, parabens, BPA, and they measured, you know, in the urine and the blood how much of the stuff we carry around. They even measured it in nursing infants, and they found it in everyone, even nursing infants. So it wow. does pass into the mother's milk. It does cross the placental barrier, absolutely. And she found... But whenever exposures were high, the women tended to have miscarriages. And the sex of the miscarriage, the miscarried baby, was male. So boys, carrying boys to term, did not happen. They were just expelled by the body. And the reason mm -hmm. why is because these chemicals are hormone disruptors. And the male fetus and embryo are very, very susceptible to small changes in hormones. They have a little bit too much estrogen. A lot of these, uh, mm -hmm. you know, bisphenols and phthalates, uh, mm -hmm. they kind of, they're anti-androgenic. They block the testosterone or add the um, estrogen, and that just stops their sexual development. And then the body recognizes the baby's not developing right mm -hmm. and just expels it. So... That's another thing that's happening. Now, uh, in, and the third thing that's happening is that boys were, who that were born were born with something called a phthalate syndrome. Now, phthalates are one of these chemicals. And the link is so strong that they've called that birth defect, they named it after the chemical causing it. That's pretty causal. That's pretty, mm. when the medical community decides that they're going to do this, this is, this is pretty major. So... So, you know, this is something that um, all, all of this research came out in 2017. And now in 2018, since 
you know, everybody was a buzz. The BBC was covering it. ABC News was mm. covering it. Everyone and their uncle were, were covering it. They decided that the North American Association of um, the Association of North American Endocrinologists decided that they would come out and announce on their hundredth um, annual meeting that they believed essential oils were a new class of endocrine disruptors, and this was really big because yeah. I mean essential oils. You know, everyone yeah. uses essential oils. Yeah. Now the the thing is that. Um, the, the, the re, one of the reasons why they were pointing this out is because they noticed that boys in the United States that were 13 and just prepubescent, so less than 13, were sprouting breasts. And they believed mm -hmm. it was associated with lavender and tea tree essential oil. Well, a lot of pe people in the essential oil community pushed back and said, oh. no, 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 come on. Essential oils are from God. Essential oils are plants. They're organic. Come on. Mm -hmm. Nothing wrong with essential oils. So there must have been some of those bad synthetics in this. Oh. So, and, and, you know, some other people, some other researchers did some research where they took a group of boys that used lavender and tea tea oil and another mm -hmm. group of boys that didn't use it. And they compared the, the rate of sprouting breasts, you know, and mm -hmm. it was the same. And they, they concluded that it couldn't have been essential oils. So the FDA stepped in and said, no, we need further research on this. And they commissioned the uh, National Institute for Environmental Health Sciences to study eight essential oils. And, you know, this is a little different than going out there and taking a group of boys and comparing it to another group of boys, because mm. there, you know, you don't know how much one group of boys is using, uh, how, what level they're using versus another. It's hard to compare. It's hard to be scientific, to be honest with you. Mm -hmm. so what they decided to do was... <clears throat> and they decided that they would actually administer different levels. And uh, I think to, to they administered to rats and see, you know, what, what's really going on. What they found out was that all of the essential oils disrupted hormones. And Time Magazine wow. did a report on this. And it's actually on, um, uh, it's actually on, uh, the YouTube, so you can type in Time Magazine essential oils and see it. Mm. So you know this is this this is is really something because here we are in 2018, and now essential oils is 2018-19 uh, has emerged as another class of endocrine disruptors. Mm -hmm. we already know what endocrine disruptors do; they do very bad stuff. So 2020 by 2020, the FDA had commissioned the um, it's called the Research Consortium, uh, for the, the Consortium for Botanical Research, and their mission is to study herbs and essential oils and see if they're a threat or not a threat or good or bad or whatever. And they're just starting to do that now. But you can imagine the floodgates just oh. fell open because everybody decided, okay, we got to study these things. Mm -hmm. Now, 2021, 2022, now you have all of these new studies and mm -hmm. study after study after study in the last two or three years is pointing to a number of things. First, they're pointing to essential oils also being endocrine disrupting. Some researchers call them endocrine modulators and not mm. endocrine disruptors. Bottom line is they change your hormones and anything mm -hmm. that changes your hormones during mm -hmm. pregnancy, during your trying to conceive efforts, during IVF is going to, you know, do something oh. back to your pregnancy. Also, 
this, both essential oils and the synthetics block embryo implantation. So a, not, a, a lot of studies have been focused on whether they block embryo implantation and found out that they do. Now they're just 2022 this year came out a study on Romanian women. It was in, done in Romania um, using personal care products. And it's a small study. It's not as done as precisely because, you know, you should know which personal care products, but they, they did, they did see that the more, more used, the, the ones who use the most personal care products on their bodies had the lowest successful success in IVF. Mm -hmm. So definitely blocking the embryo implantation, the IVFs are failing, you know, so this Mm -hmm. is big. Um, and that's another study that, and now they're having studies of how do, how do we eliminate these uh, chemicals, especially the petrochemicals, mm-hmm. what's the best way to eliminate them? Because the media, because that has been jumping on plastics, getting plastics mm-hmm. out of your kitchen is the best, the best, the best. And the reason why they're doing that, because before 2017, they were already doing it to save the environment, which is a good mm-hmm. thing. We don't want plastics out of our life. We don't want plastics in our life. We don't want the microplastics in us, and we don't want plastics in our kitchen. But is it really the best way to eliminate these these you know, toxins from our bodies. And actually it's not the most, the, the one that the, the studies say is the most efficient and the most like far reaching with the drastic, the, the largest percentages of elimination is simply to switch up your personal care products and start buying personal care products that A, don't have any synthetic mm-hmm. and disruptors and B, don't have any organic endocrine, endocrine disruptors, meaning no oh. oils, no herbs, because mm-hmm. not all herbs are endocrine disruptors, but some herbs do do it. A oh. Rosemary extract? Rosemary extract is just rosemary dipped in water. I mean, it's just yeah. rosemary extract, right? It actually impedes implantation, and it's found in all organic eyeshadows. Wow. You know, so this is, this is the thing. When it comes to um, and I'm just going to look on my little chart here. I've got a little chart just to give you now. I did want to say with essential oils, it's extremely highly concentrated plants, you know, to make this was again, five milliliters, very, very small. Look how small that is. It's, mm-hmm. it's you know, the, the length of my nose here, <laughs> really, really small. Um, and to make three times this, you need, you know, something like, 63 pounds of cypress, you know, 14 pounds of clary sage to make 15 milliliters, uh, you know, 61 pounds of cedar wood to make 15 milliliters. So it's a ton, a ton of, uh, you know, uh, 125,000 jasmine buds to make three times of this. Wow, that's... You know, how about uh, 188 pounds to make 15 milliliters of lemon balm? Just to give you a little, you know, idea. Oh, 313 pounds of roses to make this three times this. Okay, so so just to give you, uh, you know, a sense. This is this is just. And, and, you know, I had 100 milliliters, so I had 20 times, (laughs) you know, 100 milliliters of. It's it's like that that yeah, yeah. Well, mm-hmm. throwing it on my body using it two or three of those a month and how much mm-hmm. you know it's going right through my skin right into me and if you're asking 
some of you might be asking, oh, but they, they measure phthalates and parabens in the urine and the blood, but they don't measure essential oils, do they? Yes, they do. I can pull it point to you, um, a, a study done by UCSF on uh, all races of pregnant women. Mm. Um, and they, the things that they looked at were essential oils on as well as phthalates and parabens. So medical community, even though they're largely silent because the medical community doesn't like to come out and say something is a something unless they have 50 mm -hmm. years of data, you know? So, but they're already including essential oils in their study. Mm. So that just tells you that. Why, why are they measuring, you know, why, why is essential oils something that they're measuring if it's, mm. if it's so, so, you know, hey, no, you know, non-toxic, right? Mm. It's not, it's, it, it's not that it's toxic, but it's toxic to embryos. It's toxic to fertility. It's toxic mm. to, you know, if you've had cancer and you have no hormones. It'll give you hormones because it's, you know, it, it's it's an endocrine disruptor and it sometimes stimulates uh, a production of hormones. But if you have hormones that are at a good level and you've got your, you know, you've got your different organs producing more, then all of a sudden you don't have balanced hormones anymore. And this is fatal for the fetus and the embryo. In terms of, now I will say this, because I know it's a question um, that you have, like, what are some of the bad um, ingredients, you know, bad herbs, bad essential oils, bad um, um, these petrochemicals? I'll tell you, go to www.pregnancysafecosmetics.com, click on medical studies, and you'll get a nice little menu. And the, it'll, it'll read medical studies, which are studies you can read. The second middle thing is lists of ingredients to avoid. And there you get all the herbs and herbal extracts, all the essential oils you should avoid, all the herbs and herbal extracts, and all of the synthetics that you should avoid. But just oh. go there. The list is honestly a mile long. And I've got over 55 essential oils there. I've got, I can't just name three because they're not just three. The other thing about um, some of these, like phthalates, for example, mm -hmm. they don't say phthalates. They'll say something like MEP. You know, that I have uh, or D something IP. So be aware that a lot of these, you know, it, it won't necessarily say parabens or mm -hmm. won't necessarily say phthalates. You have to know what you're looking for. Mm -hmm. And a lot, uh, and also, you don't really have to say phthalates. You can say fragrance. Fragrance, when you see the word fragrance, it's a phthalate. Oh. Phthalates are, um, the most they're they're one of their their substances that make plastic soft and they're in our uh cosmetics and it, because they it's a delivery system and you put the lotion on it puts it inside of you it may, holds the fragrance and makes it smell for a longer time it makes your hair nice and smooth and straight you know uh, so it's in the conditioners it's in pretty much everything parabens are uh, also, in a lot of cosmetics, because they are actually a preservative, they make um, the thing last. A big problem with organic um, makeup is that, you know, it's not made to sit on a shelf. And in, in the United States, the beauty industry is one that wants, if you want your products in any store, any physical store, mm -hmm. you have to show proof of warehouse. You have to show... Mm -hmm. Proof of stock, you have to have two years of profit and loss statements, and 
you know, so it, you have to be someone who can order a lot and let it sit. Well, organic makeup, makeup, really good at organic makeup without, you know, you, you don't want it to sit. It's like, do you want an apple that lasts a year? Do you want an apple that lasts four days? I prefer, personally want the apple that lasts four days because I know it's fresh, you know, or bread. You know, I don't want it to, to, to be, you know, I don't want to come back two months and the bread is not, like the bread is just the same way. I'm like, oh, what they put in this bread? This bread hasn't moved, you know, because you buy fresh bread from the bakery here and three days later it's got mold and it's gone. Wow. You know? So, you know, Really, and if you make it, if you make it from scratch, that's what's going to happen. It's not going to last uh -huh. more. So it's the same, you know. Um, of course, you have to have some preservatives in, and there are uh, organic preservatives that you can put in the makeup. But the, the that that's that's the thing. You you stuff, there. and it has really far-reaching consequences. Really far-reaching consequences. So I don't know how many of the questions I got. Oh, just <laughs> I one. Think just one follow-up. <laughs> Can you tell the audience how nursing, how how nursing infants are affected by these essential oils? That you yes. Mentioned? Okay. So um, they, like I said, they're endocrine disruptors, and one of the big things I like to to do is try to make things simple. And um, so, you know, an endocrine disruptor is not it, it is an endocrine disruptor, whether it's synthetic or organic, whether it's essential oils or some, uh, some kind of petrochemical it will disrupt your hormones. So the effects uh, of essential oils is uh, elevated estrogen levels, elevated hepatic enzymes, um, uh, you know, and ultimately you're messing up the hormones at such a young age that what it leads to is their immune system being completely thrown off kilter. And so they develop very quickly a lot of I don't want, I don't want to say like immune related or autoimmune related issues like mm -hmm. eczema. Um, I mean, there are a whole host of them and I don't, I, I don't want to be, I, I don't, you know, some of them could be autoimmune or could not be like asthma, asthma, you know, my daughter has asthma mm -hmm. and I, I, I could be autoimmune, but it, it also could be just because she was born um, mm -hmm. very young. So, you know, it's, it's hard to say, Oh, this is this because, mm -hmm. We sometimes when you have a condition, it could come from, uh, you know, one source or another, but because bodies are complex, but at the end of the day, you know, what it does is it messes with your hormones and you don't want these young kids hormones to be messed up. Right. Um, my company right now is starting with a small line. Uh, most beauty brands, when they come out, they start out with a small number of products. Put mm -hmm. Which is a billion-dollar firm started out with one product, fake eyelashes. That's it. Um, you know, <laughs> Rella Beauty, which is out of Italy, comes out with one product. It's a lipstick in three shades. You know, like the most most small beauty brands don't have a ton of product. They have one to four or five products. And mine oh. has right now. I I developed an eye kit um, with a nine palette eye sh shade and shadow. Uh, you can have your choice of one of two different palettes. There are nine eyeshadows in there. There's an eyeliner, a brow liner, and a mascara. And one of the reasons why I chose, there are many reasons, multiple reasons, but one of the reasons why I chose the eye stuff is because, again, in the studies, people put the stuff in their eyes and it goes right in. Uh -huh. And they've actually done studies on, you know, which, which of the makeup or which of the personal care products is like, you know, really, really linked to uh, an exposure. And mm -hmm. it's 
it's it's stuff you put in your eyes. So I I developed that. But the other thing that I have um, in the works is you know I I'm trying to develop an alternative to conditioner because yeah. what we use what we do is we put conditioner on after mm -hmm. we shampoo. Well. If it's making your hair nice and glossy and, and sweet and beautiful after you shampoo, it's because it's got phthalates in it. And that two drops of argan, argan oil, it doesn't do anything. That said, I do have a woman who I know who makes hand-pressed argan oil, which is different than essential oil because it's it's not mm -hmm. essential oil. It doesn't take 30 billion you know, pounds <laughs> to make it. It's just pressed. And what she does, she pays women from five villages in Morocco to the the women are empowered. It's, wow. it's an empowerment thing. And they hand pluck the argon nut. Mm -hmm. Okay. Then they hand crack it open. Mm -hmm. Then they feather it out in the sun for three months. Then they take it and they take a hand press and they press out the oil by hand. Wow. That's not essential oil. That's not no. concentrated. That's just what you got is what you got. And mm -hmm. she bottles it. And she gave me this tiny little thing and I used it on my, my daughter's hair because my daughter she, if I don't use something on her hair, then I can't comb it. And then she's like, mommy, it hurts. So <laughs> I, I used it on her hair um, and I just, you know, put it on her hair and then let her play until I told her, don't stick your head under or, or, you know, for five minutes while you're playing in the bath. So she's playing in the bath. By the time she's done playing in the bath, five, 10, 15 minutes later, I washed her hair with, with uh, you know, organic shampoo and she's done. And her hair looks great and it's like she's had a conditioner so mm. you know that's something i'd like to develop it's it's um an alternative to uh, a conditioner basically and mm -hmm. it's a different way instead of conditioning after you condition before you oh. throw it on with 10 minutes you wash it out and you're done no conditioner so stuff like that but that takes a lot of money and i yeah. am a new you know, my website just went off September 20th of this year. Mm -hmm. I'm very, very new. Um, and uh, you asked me on one of the uh, questions was, what are the challenges that I face? Well, mm -hmm. one of the challenges is that, you know, most small beauty brands, the way they, they make it is they find influencers, mm -hmm. um, they, you know, on YouTube, TikTok, <laughs> and Instagram. And actually, it you know, that's pretty much how... They, they make their successful sales drops and they have mm -hmm. a sales campaign and a sales drop and it's usually right. one or two products and they go. Well, I thought, okay, you know, I've got such a great product. I've got such a great premise. There's no one else doing it. So I, I was sure that I could have some influencers. And I sent out, um, you know, I contacted about 100 different influencers and their agencies wow. and nobody got back to me. The only people who got back to me, I got doctors coming back to me. I got <laughs> pregnancy uh, spas coming back to me. I got tons of dolas, lactation consultants, uh -huh. fitness, um, you know, people in maternal fitness, people in maternal nutrition. Um, I got all these people coming back to me, um, but no real influencer. And so what I've <laughs> done now, I'm working with maternal uh, health um, care providers and, mm -hmm. uh, you know, maternal health specialists. And I'm offering them a program where I give them articles that they can email or put up on their Instagram or put up on their, you know, content. Um, I can do podcasts with them. I, I provide them articles. I provide them videos to educate their population on, mm -hmm. you know, exactly what I'm talking to you about. 
but then I also offer them at a discount some of my makeup that they can resell at the full oh. price. So it's an added revenue stream for them. And that way you asked about networking. That's kind of, mm-hmm. you know, a collaboration network right. that, that kind of works. But unfortunately, the I, I finally tracked down someone who works with small businesses and she used to work at a <clears throat> influencer agency. And I said, what, what am I doing wrong? Why aren't these influencers getting back to me? Just, <laughs> you know why? Because you don't have enough followers and they don't know if they can trust you. Ah, yeah. Oh, and I just started, and I, you know, I had, I, I was excited, and I just started, and I had only, just the, the website went up, and I think one week later, I had 30, 30 followers, and I, I was sending out this and they're like, 30 followers, no way, we don't know who this cat is. Now, of course, I'm doing these podcasts, and I've grown that number in a month to like 330, but, okay. you know, yeah. Yeah, thumbs yeah. up. But I mean, for anyone out there who wants to support my project, please. And I know you hear this all the time. I used to hear it and I used to be like, why are they bothering me to follow them? You know, <laughs> honestly, it's not because I want to bug you. It's really because, you know, the other folks, the other businesses won't work with you. Right. Followers. Sure. You know, they want to know. I got turned down by someone who had like 500 followers. I got turned down by someone who had a thousand followers. It's like, wow, okay, they're not, you know, they're not a lot, like very large, yeah. uh, you know, but they, they, yeah, they, so I, on the one hand, what's nice is I, I'm getting welcomed. I just did a podcast with Dr. Kiltz, who's the head of CNY Fertility. And nice. he, you know, they have 10 clinics all over the U.S. And I did a one hour long chat with him about this subject because he's very passionate about it. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, so I am getting welcomed by the medical community. And I have a lot of uh, maternal health spe- specialists and doctors who are backing me and saying, yes, you, this is really important. You go, girl. So I am really happy about that. But unfortunately, the individuals who are in the marketing world who could really, you know, who have 100,000 followers or 200,000 followers in the mom and baby category, in the mom and baby wellness category, they 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 just don't even get back to me. They don't even say thanks or no thanks. They're just like nothing. And it makes sense, though, that you say that because they may get sponsorships from some of the personal care products that you may be saying, hey, these ingredients are scary. Yeah, so you know, I did have, have one lady who had like uh, 500 mm. um, who, who told me, oh, I think your messaging is too strong. And then I, I did mm. notice that she, she was working for Beauty Counter. Uh, and, you know, yeah. Beauty Counter is interesting because they are an organic company that really does do organic. Like a lot of these other like Clarins and the rest, they don't do that. They don't, they're not that organic. They say they're organic, but they're really not that organic. <clears throat> but Beauty Counter is, the thing is that Beauty Counter got its start in 2013 before all this research came out. Uh-huh. So at that time, uh, before all the research came out in, on essential oils. At that time, the research had come out mostly about these petrochemicals. So they are all about not including petrochemicals in their stuff, which is great. It's, you know, it's the, it's a big 75% because 75% of the world's cosmetics has, and the cosmetics in the U.S. have petrochemicals in it, the mm-hmm. synthetic stuff, the bad stuff that Shauna uh, Swan studied. Mm-hmm. But then the other 25% has, you know, essential oils, and it's just as bad. It's mm-hmm. just that 
they um, they got their start back then, and I think they either don't study it or now they've got a good thing going. They don't want to change their formulas or something. But I like routinely people come to me and say, but you know, beauty counter. And I'm like, okay, show me your stuff. Go ahead. Show me, give me something. Oh, the ready lip duo, the ready lip duo. And I'm like, all right, go on. Ready lip duo. Let's go guys. And I open, you know, open it up to ready lip duos. Like, uh-huh. you know, here's to a lip gloss and a lipstick. Here are the list of ingredients. And I scan it and I'm like, eugenol. You see that? Eugenol. Okay. Remember this. I highlight it. And then I go to PubMed, which is the National Institute of Health right. Library, and I type in eugenol, pregnant, eugenol, endocrine, <laughs> boom, 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 studies. And I'm like, you see, what does it say? Pregnant women should not use this. Boom. Okay. My, and, and the lady said, oh, but it's a correlation. It's not a causal link. She's getting paid by the <laughs> counter. She said, and I said, I said to her, you are your own person and I am my own person. Right. And I think Mm -hmm. every woman should have the right to make decisions for herself. Mm -hmm. My job is to educate the woman so that she can be empowered Mm -hmm. to make an informed decision. Mm -hmm. Because if she doesn't have the knowledge, she cannot make an informed decision. And Mm -hmm. if I can do one better for her, I will provide her with an uh, alternative Mm -hmm. to, you know, some a product that might be 100% organic because it's beauty counter 100% organic mm. but it does contain eugenol which according to PubMed the studies on PubMed mm-hmm. it's not written by me it's done by a doctor and <laughs> <laughs> medical research and the conclusion reads pregnant women do not use i mean i'm sorry but if i'm a pregnant woman i'm not pregnant right now but if i was i would not take a risk and that's mm. my personality Everyone has their yeah. personality. There are pregnant women who drink. There are pregnant women who take mm-hmm. cocaine. There are pregnant mm-hmm. women who mm-hmm. who take loads of risks. And then there are pregnant women who don't even drink coffee, much less mm-hmm. alcohol, much less. You mm-hmm. know, everyone is different. Mm-hmm. I think everyone has a right to, uh, to choose, to have choice. And what we have responsibility to do, we who are talking to them, whether it's about beauty counter or pregnancy-safe cosmetics, we need to, you know, give provide the information Mm -hmm. not withhold the information Mm -hmm. so you know she was uh, all on oh your messaging is very you know aggressive and (laughs) oh you know um i don't know it's it's a correlation not a causal link and Mm -hmm. i was like you know you do what you want it with your body Mm -hmm. other women want to do what they want they want to follow you great that's wonderful but my job is just to say you all have a choice. Right. And, you know, a, a woman needs two things to make a choice. One, she needs the information. Uh-huh. Two, she needs an alternative because if everything under the sun has an endocrine disruptor on it, what kind of choice does she have to wear makeup or not, right? If she has one product that doesn't have endocrine disruptors in it, she, now she's got a choice. Now she can, you know, choose that one product, you know, or, right? Right. So that's, that's what it's all about. It's about getting the information out there and providing the products. And now if you go to my website on the about us, those are the two mission statements I have. I have two missions. One is educate, two is provide. So it's not, and one doesn't go without without the other. I'm not here to really make a buck, mm-hmm. to be honest with you. 
I don't have an influencer, so I'm not making like, you know, I get I get a couple of orders in here from a doctor, a couple of orders in here from a dola, you know, they're small. They monetize my efforts because as as Shawnee mentioned in my in the introduction, I work a day job. I'm a single mother. I have no child support from my ex-husband. I have no family out here in France. I'm living in France because I love living in France. I was always living in France here, but also because my future, um, you know, plans with uh, Pregnancy Safe Cosmetics is actually uh, to provide uh, French cosmetics to the Mm -hmm. U.S. in the form of boxes. Because actually the French and the Spanish and the Europeans know about essential oils. Mm -hmm. I went to Mm -hmm. an expo, a skincare expo, and I must have talked to 30 brand owners and I asked them, so... You have essential oils? Every single one said, no, no essential oils. Oh, no, no. They were like, oh, no, no, no. (laughs) They want their products to be available and an alternative for uh, pregnant women. And it's the the knowledge is here, but the knowledge is not in America. So I would like to eventually, you know, work with them and put some of their products in in those nice little essentials boxes. You have an eye essential, like right now you have a, an essential eyes box, eye makeup box, you know, but mm-hmm. you know, have an essential bath box, an essential, you know, face oils with that are not essential yeah. oils box, an essential hair care box. I'd like to work with, with them. And so I live in France, but you know, it's a, uh, yeah. I mean, I work my day job and then yeah. I come home and pick up my daughter who's only five years old, but she stays at school until six o'clock. Cause I got to work. Mm-hmm. Then right. I come home. You know, put her down around nine nine thirty, and then I start working on pregnancy safe cosmetics till about two a.m. Oh, wow. <laughs> so you know, I gotta monetize. Right, I right. for me, if I want, if I don't want to work till two a.m., I have to have the money to hire someone to do. You know, because it's insane. Like it, you know, on Instagram, you mm-hmm. you skip a day and that's it. You know, Instagram stops. <laughs> you know, feeding your your videos and your right. videos go from one. Two thousand, one point nine thousand, four thousand to like two hundred, you know, because right. you know, so you've kind of constantly got to be on it. And yeah. when you're a single yeah. mother you're trying to take care of a five year old child, you know, you've got to have something monetizing your educational efforts. Oh, and I know. So this is this is what it is. I want to say to all of you out there listening, if you want to support this project, there are three things you can do. One. The simplest thing, follow Pregnancy Safe Cosmetics and blast me. Please mention me in your Instagram, you know, get, get in contact with me and I'll send you, you know, videos you can post on your Instagram and your on your Facebook, you know, spread the word. Second, if you know, uh, if you're either in either the maternal health field or the influencer field, please get in touch with me because for your maternal health professionals or anyone who wants to spread the word and and buy my my makeup at a discount and then resell it i'm here for you you know i have a program for that um and if you're an influencer you know um parker management uh in um new york wrote this wonderful article about uh influencers the next step for influencers is actually to become launch partners and it's too bad they don't return my you know <laughs> email because that's exactly what i wanted to do because yeah. there's a there's a woman here uh who launched her brand about a month and she's she's french and that's exactly what she did she offered three or four influencers to go in on a launch drop and they had 
separate campaigns and for each drop uh they would get like i don't know 40 percent or something of her thing she made five hundred thousand in like a month wow. you know so yeah. this is this is the thing of, of course 40 percent of that might have gone to you know um the, the influencers but you know there's enough to go around right monthly so so you know it's um because they, you know, you still if you get what sixty percent, it's over two hundred fifty thousand. It's just a nice yeah. one month income. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so with, with that being said, what what's your vision for the next five to ten years? So, what I would like to do, if I if I can do it the way I would like to do it, right now, I've got to get to a point where I can actually engage an influencer. I've got a network. I've got to build my my own uh, following so that I can look credible and get influencers to, because, you know, working with uh, pregnancy spas, it's nice. Sure, mm -hmm. you know, they, you get a little belly spa to work with you. They've got 20 locations. If they, or they might order, you know, uh, 200, you know, 10 per, per location a month or something, that's 200 a month, but that's nothing right. compared mm -hmm. to what an influencer can do because an influencer, you know, it's it's very common for them to like sell four thousand right. units in ten days. You know, right. off of four posts. You know, if they have a million following, that's that's kind of typical. That that kind of thing is typical. So, you know, that's that's the kind of. And then you have three, four. They say three to six successful drops like that. Then you can approach a VC funder. Um, oh. And even if you don't approach a VC funder, you've got the money to do it mm -hmm. yourself. So. But, but if you have approach a VC funder, then, mm -hmm. you know, you can really take it to a new level. You can develop these, these products uh, yourself. Otherwise, what you have to do is make enough money to pass um, agreements with collaborators, like mm -hmm. the French brands I told you about, like that, a few that I mentioned. And then you, you kind of, you're not making as much of the margin, but you're putting right. your product at a discounted price like I offer you know, um, maternal health specialists, they'll offer me it at a discounted price. And then I put it in my box and I resell it. And, and Americans get something that isn't, you know, available in any other stores because I have option. You mentioned VC. Can you tell the audience what that acronym means? Oh, so VC funding is venture capital. Venture capital. Yeah. Oh, so, so it's, um, yeah, but the, you know, venture capitalists, they don't want to get involved unless you've, had you know three to six successful sales drops so when you have then sometimes you know you can they can get involved with one but <laughs> you know you need it you need really to show them something so at this point i'm not there so i yeah i definitely need follows and i need influencers who are you know with large followings in the mom right. and baby space mm -hmm. mom and baby wellness space that's what i'm that's my immediate next steps mm -hmm. but once I get over that hump, my my hope is to bring French brands to America. These uh, because they have some amazing French brands, and they're all small. They're very small, but you know, like like me, and they've all made like one or two. You know, there's a one that provides the like these this oil that you can use on your hair. Right. Another one that provides lipstick. Another one that provides, you know cheeks and lip thing and that's yeah. it you know they each provide only one but they do it really yeah. really well and everything's organic 
everything's non-endocrine disrupting, mm -hmm. everything's pregnancy safe, and they're aware of the issue, you know, yeah. and they take the steps like me to mm -hmm. do it. So yeah, I, I know about France a little bit. I went, I've uh, actually been to Paris, France back in when I was a, a senior in high school. And I went, I got so excited because I went to a perfume shop and they showed there was a process to creating perfumes. And I was like, oh, I'm the first one to know about it before it heads to the US, like Tresemme or something. Yeah. And that was a, a while back, but yeah. So we're gonna wrap it up, but any final thoughts you wanna tell our audience? So I wanna say uh, that I will be having a sale go on um, okay. my uh, and I, I want to say I have many different you know I my core product is a, a bundle it's a nice little gold makeup bag and a cuff bracelet with four makeup items eyeliner brow liner mascara and a nine shade eye palette and you get your choice one of two uh, nine shade eye palettes and if you go to pregnancysafecosmetics.com and click on shop you'll see that but I also have other things. I have a lactation kit, um, you know, that wow. makes uh, breastfeeding easy. It's got a, a heat massager that um, you can press on to your breast when you have the little um, uh, duct, like when your ducts are clogged. Okay. Uh, it has like a breast cover. It has um, um, some uh, um, uh breast milk uh, holders that are made of silicone, food grade silicone instead of plastic. So you don't have the breast milk in the plastic um, mixing there. You have a cuff bracelet. Um, yeah. So you have, you know, like this breastfeeding. Yeah. I also have uh, a newborn, um, you know, your choice of one of three newborn. It has everything's in wood and cloth and wow. there's a rattle and it's kind of like a newborn gift box. Oh. So I have all of those things okay. and, um, you know, I will be, uh, having a sale go on. So definitely follow at pregnancy safe cosmetics okay. because the sale's going to be limited from time a to time B mm -hmm. and you'll have to plug in the code. Otherwise the code expires okay. and you need to get it in that window because otherwise I can't order it in time for, for Christmas. So we would def yeah, we'll we definitely promote, uh, your flyer. You know, mm -hmm. whenever you get your information sure. out for the code, we'll go yes. ahead and send it out on our platform. Okay, that uh, would be wonderful. Yeah. And, and definitely, you know, if you're in, in interested in promoting the brand, being a brand ambassador or working with us in our maternal, um, you know, specialist, maternal health specialist program, just like, just contact me via either Instagram or the website. I'll, I'll get back to you. We've got a sexy mama's collection right now. Then we'll have a beautiful mama's collection come out and then an empowered mama's collection. So it's well, okay. because the, the, the URL is pregnancysafecosmetics.com and okay. so that's our Instagram handle as well. But the the brand name, which is, you know, be sexy, beautiful, empowered mamas. So S-B-E, sexy, beautiful, empowered mamas. Because I think a mom should be, feel, you know, mothers mothers have the right to feel sexy too they're not always like just beautiful and you know right. working working hard oh, yeah. for the babies mm -hmm. most definitely <laughs> <laughs> so. well i'm gonna pass the mic to shawnee so she can yeah. close up oh sean thank you so much for joining us well thank what you I've, 
what I've gotten out of this discussion is that basically endocrine disruptors are everywhere in our products. Yes. And not only women should be concerned, but men should be concerned also because it takes two to really educate and push this initiative out that you have. And also with the, also learned that with the endocrine disruptors, it could be either essential oils, the synthetic products that they have out in the marketplace. And then not only affects people who are not pregnant, but people who are pregnant and the nursing infants, it can damage everyone's immune system. Yeah. So everyone should have an invested interest in yeah. as much as possible trying to eliminate these products. And so we encourage everyone to follow Afshan on Pregnancy Safe Cosmetics on Instagram and then check out her website, order her products, as well as be educated about the dangers of synthetic products, essential oils, other toxic ingredients, and personal care products. So yes. we thank you again, Afshan, for thank sharing you. your information freely. And we know these influencers will be knocking down your door soon That's enough. right. Well, I hope so. And I, I, I forgot to say two quick things I wanted just to say. For all of you who are interested, you know, if you have uh, your lactation consultant or a doula or, or uh, um, something like that, I do have uh, like small samples that I sell. Um, I don't really offer it on the website, but I, I do offer things just for that group <laughs> just because, um, you know, they all have, but, but you have to order like, you know, it's like single one shade, you know, you can get a pink shade or a, uh, you know, a brown shade, you know, so you can, uh, some, some uh, people prefer to do it that way. So it's a smaller cost because they don't cost very much. In, in, and the shipping cost is also like, if you order a bulk amount, then, you know, you get free shipping. So, but, but, so do de get in touch with me, uh, definitely. And the other thing is if you click on pregnancysafecosmetics.com and like I said, you click on medical studies, mm -hmm. um, you, you get, Three options. I forgot to mention the third option is something called doctor's testimonies. Mm -hmm. So there you have a few testimonies by doctors, but the very last video on that uh, doctor's mm -hmm. testimonies page is a 40 minute documentary on uh, endocrine disruptors. And it's on the synthetic stuff. So some people watch it and they say, oh, but didn't I have anything on essential oils? And I want to say, look, an endocrine disruptor is an endocrine disruptor. Mm -hmm. So, you know, they disrupt, that's why they call endocrine disruptors. They disrupt your endocrine system, which is your hormone system. It doesn't matter whether they're this, this, the reason why we have 40 minute documentary is because it was created on the back of a 40 year long study on synthetic mm -hmm. endocrine disruptors. We don't have a 40 year long study right. on, you know, essential oils, but that doesn't mean essential oils are not endocrine right. disruptors. The really big difference between the synthetic and the organic stuff is the, the synthetic has like stronger effects, of uh -huh. course. So, you know, it takes very little to create something as a drastic effect as miscarriage. Whereas when you have with these essential oils, it'll get you to preeclampsia. It'll get you to fetal oh. growth retardation. Mm -hmm. It'll get you to, it won't be quite as bad as miscarriage, but it's oh. still pretty bad. Preeclampsia, yeah. fetal growth retardation, you know, it's still yeah. pretty major. So you, you know, that's that's the thing. You, it's it's not worth making a big hoopla about the difference. They're right. bottom line. They are, you know, disrupting your hormones. Right. 
Well, thank you so much, Miss Afshan from Pregnancy Safe Cosmetics. Give her a round of applause. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. And, ho and um, we, we hope and, to oh, go ahead. <laughs> and thank you for doing everything that you do. It's, a, it's, a, it's inspirational, I'm sure, to many, many entrepreneurs. Well, thank you so thank much. You. And we'll make sure that we'll book you another time so we can get yes. more information on these kits mm -hmm. that you're coming out with. Mm -hmm. Yes, absolutely. Okay. Yes. And, well, um, and keep up, you know, do, do sign up for my, um, I, I put my research on my Instagram more than my website. Cause with every mm -hmm. update of the website, it's kind of, I don't right. do the website myself. Uh, I have to get someone else to do it, but Instagram, I can, I can handle myself. So, <laughs> you know, uh, you'll, yeah. you'll see that I just found a new study today that linked, uh, IVF outcomes you know the, the one that said okay if you use a lot of these products you right. won't have, you won't be successful in your IVF so and i put that yeah. study up today it, i put the little carousel on it up today so definitely if you're interested in the studies you know sign up and you'll you'll read pretty as they come out and i'm finding them i'll be like oh i got to create a post about this so, you know and you'll you'll hear about it so well thank you so much okay. thank you so much in and 360 entrepreneur tells have a good evening. Have a good evening. Take care.